six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. 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 Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast. Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 29 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host this week, Ginger Boy. I am joined by Knuckles. Hello. Hello, hello. tired. I wish I had alcohol. Me too. Oh, wait. I do. One second here. Okay. Hmm. Ah, okay. Better now. So, what are you drinking? I am drinking... Um, recommendation from the Knuckles here. Samuel Adams, we heavy. That wasn't my recommendation. Mine was uh, Samuel Adams Imperial White. I'm pretty sure you recommended this one to me too. No, you recommended that one to yourself. Did I recommend it? I don't know. It's worth it. It's delicious. It's 10% alcohol by volume, so I'm pretty happy about it. And it's not much different from uh, Imperial White. Well, it's not an Imperial White. It is an Imperial... Series, yeah, yep, face, bitch. And then we are also joined by Jack, the best there is, the best there was, and the best ever freaking will be, Hart. Or you can just call me the suplex machine, either or will work. But anyway, hello, uh. everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Hello. You know, I'm feeling pretty good. Just went off of a crazy New Year's type of deal, but uh, I'm oh, here. Oh, we can talk about that. Oh, yeah, we can. <laughs> So, for my freaking New Year's thing, I decided it was a good idea, like, say, last year around this time, to go and try to beat 100 games in the span of a year. Never mind, let's not talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be brief anyway. Long story short, came up to this month, had like about 70-something, then like the last couple days, I plowed through, I think it was around... Yeah, yeah. I plowed through like around uh, 30-something games in the span of a couple Good days, God. and I was freaking exhausted. So exhausted that yesterday I was spent most of my time just in beds like, oh God, what's on the TV? Oh, boo oh, it's so hard to play video games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, but anyway, yeah, just exhausted. But It, yeah. is, it can be pretty hard playing video games, but we'll, that's foreshadowing for later for my reviews. <laughs> but, uh... No, but we are not alone this week, guys. We are joined by Vincent, a.k.a. the Wacko Specialist. I was going to have like a grand thing there, but I couldn't think of nothing. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Vince. Hey, guys. I think I kind of burned through my warm welcome after that one episode I was on. So uh, I'm just happy to be back. I'm just happy that, you know, somebody is letting me talk into a microphone again um, and put it out on the Internet. So thank you, thank you very much for having me uh, back. I didn't bring any goodies like I did uh, last time, if you know what I mean. Oh man, did you, did you use it all again, man? I thought you were just gonna explode with us. <laughs> 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 uh, um, like, no, just, 
Just no. let you uh, say, Vincent, if BRB won't put you on the podcast, we will. Oh, good, okay. I can't tell if that means they have higher standards or <laughs> if you guys are just smart and know know where to get the good shit, if you know what I mean. We know where to get the good of post-apocalyptic cocaine. Miami. <laughs> and apparently uh, Canada. That's right. It's already the post-apocalypse up here in Canada, so it's all good. What the hell are you doing? You have the freaking Mounties like smuggling up on snow dogs or something, just getting across there, the Alaskan Alps. I mean, what the no fuck? No one guards the border. So you know what? You I'll, I'll tell you right in. now. As as <laughs> the way Americans assume like the weather and shit in Canada is like, it's actually just like the East Coast. So like, right. you know oh, how so the East Coast is. It's cold as shit and snowy, and it's a goddamn nightmare all in the East Coast. Here, in in Vancouver, there's it's not like that at all. It's you can, there's you can actually live here and like not completely hate yourself eight months out of the year. That's good if you know what so I mean. So it's like the exact opposite of Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> it's, it's exactly <laughs> like the opposite. I don't know. Okay, so, uh, did you have something to say there, Knuckles? No, I don't. Okay, alright, so uh, we'll go ahead and just kind of jump into kind of what we've been playing this week. Uh, why don't we go ahead and start with uh, reverse order of where I went. Vince, wait, what have you been playing the last uh, three weeks since we talked to you? Alright, so, I've been playing so many goddamn games. Um, <laughs> I guess the game I've spent the most amount of time with, I picked it up off Steam, was uh, Game Dev Tycoon. Um, I sort of bought that in RPG Maker at the same time, and what do you oh, know, man. I played the video game over actually making video games, because playing video games way more fun than actually trying to make games. Fuck yes. RPG Maker. <laughs> I couldn't get past, like, the first scene. I, I gave up. Uh, I can make a, you know, a cutesy anime-looking character with the, the tools they have, but, but fuck everything else. But Game Dev Tycoon, I'm a, I'm a huge, huge fan of uh, Game Dev Story, uh, which came out on the iOS devices and, and stuff like that a couple years ago. And Game Dev Tycoon is sort of more of the same. It's from different developers. Um, but it's, it's super fun. I, I like, you know, trying to recreate certain, you know, game sort of franchises and things like that. Um, in, in Game Dev Tycoon, but I also like, you know, imagining, like, seeing how, like, imagining sort of how cynical I could possibly get with the, the sequels, like, oh, well, you know, it took us, like, you know, eight months to make the sequel, and it was total garbage, and nobody bought it, but guess what, guys, you're making a sequel again, and you're not going on vacation until this shitty-ass <laughs> sequel comes out, because... <laughs> Eventually, if I put out enough of these, I'll make my money back. It becomes Call then, of Duty. Yeah, well, <laughs> no. I, re- I really like Call of Duty Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2, but yes. Yeah, there there are a lot of things like that, and it's like, it gets really it gets really weird because, like, you could, you know, it's sort of as dark or as, you know, colorful as sort of your creation, your, your imagination will, will go, and, um, you know, you could sort of sort of compare yourself to all the, you know, real developers that are out there being like, well, we used to make really good survival horror games, but now they're just sort of shitty action games that, you know, have some horror elements to them, not to name any developers, but Capcom, um, or you could, you know, be like, or you could be like, I used to make really cool sci-fi RPGs, but at some point it, you know, we completely fell off and, 
the RPG elements weren't really as interesting as they were originally. <clears throat> Uh, no, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I wasn't going to say shit. Oh, hold is pretty chronic and contagious, Tyler. Because <laughs> I know if I say anything bad about uh, Mass Effect, Yoshi Fett's going to drive over from California Yoshi and Fett stab me. Yoshi Fett doesn't to the shows that you're fine. He will okay, murder good. you in your sleep. He will murder you, yeah. <laughs> but if he hears Mass Effect on the air in a podcast, he might actually listen to it. All I gotta yeah. say is, if you hear freaking Kefka's music for Final Fantasy VI, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? I'm actually just going through sort of my Steam library, what I've been playing. Um, uh, I was nice enough to receive a copy of, uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Nice. Um, you know, sort of thinking more about Game of the Year and stuff, which I guess it's a little late now, but anyways. No, <laughs> um, I got of, maybe... uh, 2014. Yeah, yeah, that's the 2013's 2014 Game of the Year. <laughs> um, Jan- I'm... January 2nd game of 2014 <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i'm like only half an hour in but that game seems cool but like i know the whole point is like the ending is supposed to be very powerful i don't really know what the ending is but i don't know having these like weird dual joystick shooter controls for what's basically sort of a puzzle platformer isn't like the most fun thing to do um but so far so good and and finally, one one last thing is um, I've uh I've just gotten into the Tales series, you know the Tales of yeah Japanese role playing games, and uh, I Great the series. first one I guess I I bought two I bought uh, Tales of the uh, 3DS port of Tales of the Abyss, uh-huh. which is I didn't I haven't put as much time into, but that game seems okay, but it's you know kind of it's there you can certainly see that it's an older game being ported up. Yeah. Um, but the game I spent the most time with is Tales of Zila, and that is oh. fantastic. Um, Gosh, I've heard so many good things about Tales of Zila. I just haven't had a chance to actually play it. <laughs> you, you know, after Persona 4, I didn't know I could love sort of another JRPG ever again. I thought, you know what, that's a wrap. Like, fuck all <laughs> JRPGs. You will never be able to make a half-decent one ever again because you'll always go back to the bullshit tropes and, you know, the... Just the terrible, you know, generic stories with these, you know, real two-bit, like, characters. Um, but Tales of Zila is, you know, it's, my, it's sort of my first real Tales of game, and I really, I really like the combat. Um, you know, the characters are, are well done, even with their sort of traditional tropes of, like, well, here's sort of the mercenary guy with a heart of gold, but, like, he's just going to help us because he has nothing better to do. And it's like, here's this mysterious girl who has all these powers, and here's this, you know, sort of, you know, fish out of the water. Yeah, and, or, like, here's this fish out of the water guy who has just sort of been caught up in this whole ordeal, and... um that's basically really like the story it. probably tells of game ever though. Just let you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's maybe since it's not like my fifth time playing through that same story, maybe that's why I like it so much. Yeah. Um, because like I really do like the gameplay. You know, say what mm-hmm. you will about you know. There, I'm sure there are plenty of JRPGs that have you know sort of traditional uh, you know strategic combat um, that tell really really interesting stories, um, but as someone who's never spent a lot of time playing a lot of JRPGs, I just want to hit the buttons and kill these monsters as quick as possible. Yep. Um, and I really like the combat. The The combat's super smart, even if it's kind of awkward the way you sort of create the combos and use the skills. Um, just because you always have way more skills than you have buttons for. 
Yes, um, you can't. There's you got like thirty skills, but three buttons to map the skills too. Yeah, but yeah, uh, basically <laughs> you'd have like it'd be like circle like and it'd every, be like that's every uh, console. Yeah, fucking RPG game. That's true. That's true. But like it'd be like, oh, okay, well, circle. Uh, if you set this one skill to circle button, but you can also set another skill to circle button down or yes. circle button up. Cir- circle button R2 down, left, right. <laughs> exactly, right? And it's just like, so I've just decided, what if I just sort of over-leveled to the point where I didn't even need to use skills, even on bosses? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's worked out okay so far. Huh. Yeah. Oh, there's um, some, like, I'm glad uh, over-leveling works for you, uh... Every game I play, I over-level. I don't have the equipment I need, and I just keep getting owned because so, the people are the same level as so I So, have you played Tales of Zila? No, I have not, yeah. So, there's a really clever thing where you can spend uh, gold, well, gold or whatever it's called, and, like, yeah. resources, like, crafting resources to actually upgrade the shops. And the yep. shops are just, like, this one person, so you go to one person basically for everything, um, and they'll have like different shops. So what you could do is if you have, you know, a lot of money or a lot of, you know, rocks or whatever, different stone, um, you can spend that, that to upgrade the shop so you can buy better stuff. Um, and as you upgrade, you'll also get, you know, access to better equipment. Um, and it'll also be cheaper. They'll, they'll knock off, they'll give you some discounts as well as you level them up. And it's basically yeah. just like an experience bar. But that's super useful as someone who likes to overlevel. Um, I still get something. I still have something to sort of work towards, even if you know it only takes me like less than a minute of uh, battle to to sort of kill all of the enemies. Yeah, that's. Um, I did. I played very little of Abyss and Zila when they came out on the PS2 because that came. I bought those towards the tail end of the generation. Ha, get it? But, tail, uh, tail end. <laughs> 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 uh, I, made a, I made a bad pun, didn't I? Um, but, um, it's okay, Seb's not here. He's not going to get mad at you. That's true. He might listen. But, um, no, that, that's a... I, I've, I've played pretty much all of the Tales games that have come out in probably the last ten years. And that's something... I think it's only in Zila. Like, I, I have Tales of Vespera for 360, and I, I don't... It's not in there. Um, but yeah, with those games, my own, you know, with with those is they kind of do have the same not so much the same story but kind of like the characters the exact same and like the, there's always the girl with the powers and then there's the guy you play as and then there's always there's always the mercenary that's kind of shady um but i if you have a do you still have your gamecube at all i i was a you know a sane person that never actually bought a gamecube i was just i was just ps2 i'm sorry GameCube no. greatest console of all time, but uh huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, but if uh, do you have a GameCube? Do I have a GameCube? Yes. Not anymore. Mine broke, but I, used, I, I, I got I had, two. I had, I've had, I had three at one point. No, but um, I was gonna say though, like Tales of Symphonia was probably their best game in the Tales series. So I was well, good news. Good yeah. news. They're redoing those in HD, and they're coming out this year. That's right. Both on the, one and two. On the PS3, yeah. The, I, I played a little bit of the second one. It was a Wii exclusive, and it was garbage. But um, Oh, Tales of Graces F. Oh, no, sorry. Tales of Graces. They did a they did a port, uh, uh, Tales of Graces F, for the PS3. Okay. I know they're I know they're porting over Tales of Symphonia 2 to the PS3. It's one, it's one and two. One, it's and, one two and two in a package. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I would definitely say pick that up because I think that's 
And the main story alone is like 60 hours. Okay. And they're also doing, they're probably going to put out Zila 2 this year in North America. That came out in Japan like last yeah. year, didn't it? And yeah. they are, um, there's a new one, like a brand new yeah, one. Yeah, they just said they the, just I saw the video. It's, it's, yeah, it's not really much. And it's it. like between like that and like those games and like Persona 5, like if you like JRPGs, you should probably keep your PS3 hooked up at least for oh, a couple yeah. more years. Yeah, because yeah, I know. So just Persona Five comes out what December of this? Uh, uh, that comes out in Japan December of 2014, right? 2004, I think so. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I think Jack posted a video about it. Yeah, I did. I did when the Atlas did like their little announcements and stuff. It's still, it's still really like up in the air for like for a U.S. release though, but. Uh, it should make it over here due to the popularity of games like Persona 4 and stuff. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I think it was December 2014 in Japan, which might make it, like, 2015 release date for Probably, here. yeah, summertime, maybe next, yeah, 2015. But honestly, it's like the same thing what happened with the PS2 during the end of its life cycle. I mean, there was a bunch right. of, uh, even when the PS3 first, like, came out, there was still yeah, these God RPGs. of War 2 and Persona, yeah. Yeah, all these great games and stuff, this... Like, yeah, God of War 2, Persona 4, all these great games came out, like, right at the tail end, and the same thing is starting to happen here for uh, the PS3 as well, where you have games like, say, like, uh, Persona 5, and, yeah, Tales of Zilla, like, Zilla 2, and, like, various other things as well, so, yeah, it's a good idea to keep the PS3. <laughs> Another game I would say, do you still have your PS2, Vincent? Yes, I do. I have a Bro broken PS2, and I have, uh, a, and I have a working PS2. Okay. If you haven't checked out yet, Rogue Galaxy. Oh, dude, I have Rogue Galaxy. That's oh, like the greatest. Oh, that's the greatest the game best, ever made. Yes, it is the best RPG ever. I love that. I game. I <laughs> didn't I didn't finish it, but oh. damn, if that game wasn't so fantastic, I never yeah. got into huh. some of a lot of the side stuff. But it was no, a really cool premise, and I mean, it still had you know the you know the JRPG you know, tropes of the shady mercenary and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but that game was so cool. That game, yeah. and that game looked, um, that game looked fantastic. Yep. Um, no, no it came loading out, It came out shortly after the PS3. I think it came out like January okay. um, of 2008. So it was right after, I think, the PS3 came Holy out. Holy crap, that late, yeah. man, that's crazy. Yeah, same, with, same, with, uh, same with Persona 4. Yeah, I remember actually pre-ordering Persona 4 back when it was releasing, like, for the PS2. And that was, I think that was my last new PS2 game that I bought. <laughs> yeah, I believe Rogue Galaxy was my last one I bought from a PS2 for an upgrade to 360. I actually picked up uh, Rogue Galaxy for, like, dirt cheap at a pawn shop, though. I still haven't should, played it. <laughs> go, st alright, leave the show, go play it, come back to me next week, we'll talk about it. Actually, speaking <laughs> speaking quickly of picking up games for dirt cheap, I was, uh, I was at the Walmart today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, where dreams, where dreams go to die. Yep. As a, <laughs> and and as a employee, I approve that message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where where dreams go to die, but where sales go to flourish. And uh, I picked up um, capitalism, yo. Yes, right. Even in even in Canada, straight straight capitalizing on that capitalism. Um, but uh, I picked up um, Syndicate. Uh, a, Syndicate for the PS3 for like ten bucks, and uh -huh. the the Darkness Two Limited Edition uh, right. for ten bucks as well. Which is weird nice. because the Darkness, 
the darkness normal uh, the darkness 2 normal edition i guess limited was probably like the first couple of runs of it or whatever mm-hmm. was actually ten dollars more than the limited edition <laughs> and i thought well <laughs> that's walmart for you and i mean it looked and like the skylander setup looked like it was you know just looked like it had just gone through a divorce with some really you no know, sad <laughs> parents or something it just looked like such a shit show but hey i picked up Te- like two games for twenty bucks, which is pretty cool. Yeah, darkness is um, I, I darkness the darkness two, right? Yeah, I got darkness two because I know how darkness uh, one start uh, yeah. ends, and I know how yeah. darkness two begins. And since you're sort of playing it for the story, like I'm not gonna probably play through darkness one, um, okay. because I because I know what happens. Yeah, darkness one was an okay game when it came out back in the day, but I thought darkness I, two was. It was pretty fun. It's very short though. For ten, I picked it up when it first came out, and okay. I, re- I regret the purchase. But at ten bucks, that's a steal. That's actually a really good game. So I hope you enjoy that one. Yeah, and I and I played enough of Syndicate when I bought it from a friend to know that that Skrillex song happens, and that, <laughs> and that song's okay. So I'm sure that will be a good purchase. Well, I heard that co-op was really really cool in Syndicate, it, but I isn't it essentially just a co-op game it was built. No, for no, 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 no. The co-op, co-op is a separate mode. Oh, okay. Um, but there is a there is a single player. I just remember playing the the demo, and the demo was co op, was like online only. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, all right, we'll go ahead and go on to Jackie Boy. What what you've been uh, playing the last couple of weeks? Oh boy, just a bunch of everything, pretty much. But uh, the games that game I really wanted to try to get into a little bit more was yeah, again Zelda this week, where mm-hmm. I just got through playing through the second uh, dungeon to get the second pendant and stuff like that. In the dark world or in the no. uh, light world? No, actually in the light world. I just picked it oh, up, okay. like played it for about another hour or something like that. I and need um, to open my copy up. And uh, uh, basically, pain me. Basically, I spent most of my playtime actually just going across the overworld, just experimenting with things. You know, just like merging into walls, see if I find little shortcuts, and like uh, going to places where I remember from Link to the Past, see if actually some of the old glitches or some like or old like. Uh, things still work. Like, say, like, in A Link to the Past, you could, uh, jump off, like, this various ledge in, near a Kariko village, and you get these little, uh, rupees and stuff. Kind of like, uh, that little glitch and stuff where you get, like, infinite rupees and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, that does not work inside this game. But, uh, <laughs> what I ended up doing was I found the power glove, like, for, uh, to help, like, lift up boulders and stuff like that. And I end up, like, finding a couple of, like, hidden little spots in the overworld, like, just to get a bunch of random rupees, just by merging onto certain walls and stuff, and, like, going across little ledges, like, to and from things. So, after I did that, I finally trekked up to where, uh, Tower of Hera is at, like, the mountain temple. Death Mountain is? Yeah, pretty much where Death Mountain is and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like the little touch that they added in for, like, trying to scale Death Mountain, where you could actually merge to walls and stuff, and then just uh, try to avoid boulders and all this other stuff. So, you finally get to there. I finally, like, a, like saved this weather vane. And uh, a, one of the little new features that I kind of like is uh, you have this particular little witch, Irene, I think her name is, where you can actually call her, like, with a little bell that she gives you, and you can just transfer from, like, one place to another pretty much seamlessly, so... Say you want to get an item from Rabio's shop that uh, you mistakenly did not buy. Just rent, you know. So, use the bell, go to the freaking house, your freaking house and stuff like that. 
And basically what I did is I rented every single weapon. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I recommend. Because the thing is, though, what's annoying is, like, I recommend you do that because if you just... Because you can go into some places, you might need two or three different items in, like, each temple. Oh, my God, yeah. So it's kind of annoying when you go through the temple and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I need the arrow. So I need to go, like, I rented these, but now I need the arrow. So you gotta go, then you got to leave the temple, go all the way back, and then go back into the... Yeah, so I did the exact same mm-hmm. thing you did. Yeah, so basically what I did is I just basically used, like, two items. Like, say, like, the hammer and the boomerang just for various spots just to try to get enemies. And uh, it started to become – it actually started to become a little bit uh, – a bit of a dread because I was so afraid that I was going to, uh, like, end up, like, accidentally killing myself because of, like, jumping off a random ledge or, uh, yep. like, somehow get to the boss room and all of a sudden, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I did something stupid. Oh, my God. I got to shell out all that money for the damn rental things again. It's like, yeah. But uh, but uh, after transversing that dungeon with some really excellent, like, little puzzle elements – like, say, transversing up the, the tower and stuff by just using the hammer, having platforms launch, like, launch you up, merging into walls, like, moving from wall to wall and stuff. And uh, as soon as I got to the boss room, the final boss room, and I find, oh, hey, oh, this is boss seems familiar, I actually just did a thing where I just used my shield, and the monster kept on charging me and stuff, could not attack me or damage me. So I was really relieved when that enemy was just, that boss was just really easy. <laughs> just going into there, it's like, oh my god, should I actually go and save at that weather vane again before I even transverse back? Or should I just go on ahead? So I figured, okay, just go on ahead. All of a sudden, boom, 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 not even a couple minutes later, boss dead. Okay, yay! Yeah. That's kind of the weird thing about that game, though, is like, I remember like when I went to the Dark World, the first yeah. temple, that first boss killed me at least like three or four times. Oh my and god. And then... I think I I I have I haven't played it in a couple of weeks still, but like the next like the four or five following temples, I haven't died once. What I kind of like, like though is that weird sense of tension and stuff, where like uh, you're actually more so likely to try to make less mistakes or like to really try to fool around with a lot of the things mm-hmm. because uh, the the penalty of like losing your freaking items and then having to re-rent them again and stuff. I like a little touch, but I, I love the merging mechanic, like I did, like said, uh, last podcast. So other than that, other than that, and just replaying a bunch of games that uh, I don't really want to go very much into, because they're old games. I can't say much about them, so <laughs> that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, Knuckles, what are we going through now? So what have you been playing the last couple weeks? I've been playing a... Like uh, Vince, I bought some games off Steam, which I'll go into in a few minutes. But uh, I got Injustice from uh, GameFly, so pretty much been went through that. And after I got off work Sunday, got through that. Since I got off at work at one a.m., I got done with that probably around six a.m. The story, yeah, the story. I went through all that. Took you that long? I thought I'd be like in fifteen minutes. (laughs) Uh, Here's a little uh, inside. I suck at fighting games. <laughs> so do I. I'm kidding. You know, it did probably take him like three hours, three or four hours. But uh, it's not very long. Yeah. But I enjoyed the story. I love DC comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, like right now, I'm I have a uh, DC Universe Online paused because uh, I'm <laughs> really into that game. Yeah, oh, that's all you've been playing the last three days. Yeah. Well, Wait, so you like DC Universe and you like bad games, huh? Interesting. Okay. 
Ah, uh, whatever. I I played I played DCU on the PS3, so I I I don't really have much of an opinion on it because I probably played the worst version of that game. Probably. But yeah, yeah. were you playing it on the which system? I'm playing, are you playing it on, it on PS4. Okay, okay. How is the PS4 version? It's pretty smooth as long as the uh, hackers aren't taking uh, the servers down. Well, it okay. could be worse. You could be playing GTA Online. Yeah. Boom. You, I could also yeah, be I making uh, money in GTA Online. But, uh... I don't know. But then you'd have to play GTA Online. That's a good point. Yeah. He makes a very good point. Well, let me just ask, though. Yeah. Is the server thing just, like, one, like, server, like they did with DCUO, where, like, they just converged all these servers and stuff into, like, one for the PS3? Or is it just, like, multiple things where you're not, like, waiting to get into the game? You're not waiting to get into the game, uh, but there is, like... They did converge it down to one where you see their PvP server or PvE server, and uh, yeah, it's pretty much it's a uh, it's the same uh, version as the PS3, but it's a lot smoother, not as much lag at all, and huh, you know that actually does sound pretty interesting. Now that uh, you mentioned that, and it's free. Well, yeah, it's free. It's I mean that's the one. That's a couple. That's a bitch about things, a free game. A couple of reasons why I did not uh, actually invest a lot of time in DCUO online because I downloaded the thing when it became free, tried it out like for a few like little missions and stuff. But once they merged the two servers into one that they had for the PS3, I could not get into any match until like around twenty minutes or so, like later. No, there's like so. there's no it waiting just, at all. Like, was, right now, that's good. To know. Right now I'm in the main menu. Here we press uh, A X. Controller's off. Never mind. Here we press <laughs> X. And, Wait, uh, I want to get. I'm in. Cool. Nice. Sounds seamless to me. Mine. Yeah. Mine finally downloaded, so I'll probably play it with you some this weekend. Yeah, hopefully. Well, maybe uh, sometime next week because uh, I work during the weekends. That's right. Dang it. But uh, maybe here, here eventually when I have time off in six to eight months, <laughs> we'll play <laughs> when uh, there's actual games out. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure in six to eight months that will be the time to play DCUO. That'll be the most happening game on the PS4. There'll be so hey, many people we playing don't need it. Condo sitting Vince, okay. <laughs> I'm sure by then they'll actually make the part where you play an MMORPG fun. So I can't I'm wait sure to be then, back on. Uh, fucking what's that game? Elder Scrolls Online will be out. So. Oh yeah, great! Oh, oh man, is it? When's it coming out? Is it coming out on PS4 as yeah. well? It is. Yeah, actually, Dude, exclusive. The... I think there's a beta coming out soon for it on PS4. No, no, I'm thinking Final Fantasy, the new Final yeah, Fantasy 14. Oh right, I that. keep getting those. I keep getting those mixed I up. I think there's a port for that coming. Yeah, yeah I think I know there's a port for that. I know it's already on PS3. But uh... yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just really interested to see where they take that though. You know, the Elder Scrolls Online thing for the PS4. <laughs> yeah, I don't. We, yeah, I, probably, it'll be free to play in about six yeah, months. Probably about a year. <laughs> That's what I, I'll pick I, it up. I expressed my opinions on Elder Scrolls um, on that last episode I was on, mm-hmm. so you guys can probably tell that I'm super excited to play an Elder Scrolls online game, mm. especially by the tone of my voice. Yeah. <laughs> now, if they were to make so, an, a Fallout MMORPG, um, like in Miami. Like, in well, it, okay, Latsa, <laughs> that is a pipe dream, my friend. That will <laughs> that will never happen unless I start a Kickstarter 
<laughs> and I'd buy the Fallout license from Bethesda because I'm sure been. they'd love to sell it. And then I make my own. You game. Sure, you, no, then, it's probably it's Siri, probably a more um, start Vince a Kickstarter. <laughs> it's actually probably more time consuming to get invent a time machine, go back to when it was going out, and then buy the fucking uh, Fallout. Nineteen ninety three. Wasn't yeah? Buy the rights to the Fallout. Not Id, the, interplay. interplay. My bad. Go back in time in inter, interplay and uh, buy the rights. <laughs> so. Man. Alright, guys, I gotta go. <laughs> <Our machine. laughs> Great Scott! Anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like I said, I did play, uh, did get a few games off of Steam. I got the complete GTA collection, which, I don't know why, I guess it was because of six bucks. <laughs> and uh, that's like that's what the, you were like the ideal customer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Hey, you hey, were like two million other people. My first Steam sale, that I actually bought something off of. I was actually being good enough not to go on there during the sales. Yeah, I actually I, I kept looking at the deals. I'm like, no, I'm not going on the website. And I'm going on the website. Well, uh, I install the games and all, but when I start to run them. My computer, my laptop would go straight back to the desktop screen. No. I was like, what the oh, fuck? No. I know my computer could play San Andreas. Come on. And, <laughs> and uh, I was playing DayZ just fine like two weeks ago. But I was like, put in a uh, play San Andreas. Kept doing that. Boss City. Kept doing that. I was like, fuck. Okay, well, GTA 4. Well, I don't know why I did that, because if it's going to put in, if it's going to not let me play those two low games, it's not going to play GTA 4. Didn't let me play GTA 4. <laughs> and, uh, I'm trying to remember what else I got off of the Steam. I think I got, uh, oh, Fallout New Vegas. I haven't even installed that yet. But, uh, I had to reformat my laptop, which made me lose everything I had. Oh. All that porn, <laughs> all that Sly no. Cooper and Rocket what? Raccoon porn, no, so... gone forever. <laughs> Don't worry, I got it. He's he sent it all to me before he did it. I'll send oh, it right okay. back to you. When I'm when I'm done with see, it, I'll give it back to you. See, the funny thing is, because listeners won't know what we're talking about, <laughs> but, but topic. We should do this live. That way, listeners can hear us talk about <laughs> Sly Cooper porn. Yeah, Sly Cooper and Rocket Raccoon slash fiction porn. Before uh, before we hit record, yeah, man, you guys missed out. You should have been there. Jack Jack cried. Uh, so I good. cried, and uh, I took my pants off. It was incredible. Yeah, and Knuckles went into the darkness. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but as soon as I said Sly Cooper and Rocket Raccoon Poor, now my cat is scratching my bedroom door once in. No, no, ro- no Rocket Raccoon for you. No, Go but, uh, <laughs> God. Yeah, I had to re- reset all my crap, so I'm lucky Audacity is working for me right now. <laughs> and, yeah, I put about an hour or two into fucking San Andreas, and, yep, it's San Andreas, and San Andreas looks shitty. <laughs> but, uh... What is it? Yeah, it's a PS2 Yeah, it's game. a PS2 game from, like, 2005, so I was like, I can't believe I expected it to look fucking uh, carry up to the PC. But, uh, yeah. Uh, that's what I've been playing. What about you, uh, Ginger right. Boy? Alright, so I've, um, I played a couple games this week. Um, 
So I'll just kind of discuss real quick over. I, I played um, Walking Dead season two episode one. It just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, if have you, you got, I know I know Knuckles has played the first season. Vince, have you played season one yet? Yes, I did, and it was my game of the year uh, last year for Big Red Brawl. Um, okay. That being said, I don't have any interest in season two. I don't know what okay. it is. I think I'm just was it the 400 sort of, days. I didn't finish. I didn't touch 400 days. I just, I just don't care. I, I don't know. I it just dropped off so hard for me after I finished season uh, episode five. I can. Um, I, I, Go ahead. Just, Go ahead finish up. But if if season, you know, I also bought season the uh, season one on disc when it finally came out. So it's not like I was playing it, you know, yeah, every time, every uh, piecemeal by episode. I bought the whole thing. Yeah, so I did, I maybe once did the same thing. Yeah. So maybe when open. season two comes out on disc, I'll get it. But in all honesty, I think I'm more interested in The Wolf Among Us than uh, Walking Dead because. Yo, man, I don't like the show. Like, I couldn't give a shit about the the Walking Dead show, yeah, um, in all honesty. And um, <laughs> I don't know. I just would rather see. I'd rather just play a, a brand new thing from Telltale, even if it is a you know a licensed uh, licensed game. Yeah, I did also play Wolf Among Us. It was free on Xbox 360 last week. I played episode one. Um, I really enjoyed that one. It's not as easy to jump into because. Um, it's basically uh, like a fairy, like it's like fairy tale. Like there's this different realm, and it's like all your fairy tales are real, but they're kind of more adult and dark. Which was and the real versions. That's how it, yeah, that's how it was. That's how I like them. Yeah, the real version. Yeah, but like you I know, like them not, dark. Like, I like them adult. I like <laughs> them. Yeah. So it's basically the the, the actual versions, like the original versions, not the Disney versions of them. Um, and they go out to they go like they somehow go. I'm not sure. I'm not sure of the backstory. It's a comic book series, Wolf Among Us. Um, but they go into they're in the real world, and you play the big bad wolf, and he's a sheriff, um, and as a murderer, and you got solve. It's like one of the few murders, and like basically all of these people from fairy tales look like humans, um, and they live in this one section of town, and he has to keep the peace essentially. Um, it's a little hard. It's a little hard to get into because you got to figure out the backstory to all this stuff. Like the Walking Dead, it's pretty simple. There's zombies, survive. That's pretty much the story. And there. Every other character um, dies. Yeah, um, but with um, with this one, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's actually a better. If I were to look at compare episode one of Walking Dead to episode one of Wolf Among Us, Wolf Among Us was was much much better. Um, but going into Walking Dead, um, this time uh, I won't go. You know, we've already kind of spoiled quite a bit before. About season one, but this time you well, play season one been out for a while. Later. Yeah, and then the four hundred the four hundred days came out, and that kind of was it. Felt like just kind of a cash in, a little bit on that one. It might down the line be worth the five dollars I paid for it, but at this point in time, I didn't care for it. Um, but I think one of the reasons why I, I'm kind of with you, Vince, in the sense of like it came out, and I was looking forward to it as it was coming out, and then when it actually came out, I didn't buy it right away. I waited like four or five days before I eventually downloaded it and played through it. It's just when I heard that, like, it was... It, once I heard that it was so good, like, I had to give it a... I was like, it was like whatever, it was 20 bucks when it came on. I just saw it, like... Yeah. 
you know, for, for 20 bucks, I could probably play through this. I know I played the demo of episode one and it seemed, it seemed okay as an adventure game. And then I ended up really, really liking it. But my problem with season two is just, I don't want to play as Clementine. I just, that story is so like her story is so done, at least in my opinion, Uh the way it ends that like, I'd rather it be, you know, completely new people to an extent or just a new protagonist or something. But, like, and I understand it it is new technically because you're not playing as Lee anymore. Uh, God rest his his soul. Yeah, you got a whole different (laughs) cast in this one, essentially. Um, But, like, I just don't want to play as Clementine because I know that what I want out of playing as Clementine and what it's going to be playing as uh, what's going to be like playing as Clementine is not the same because I would want it to be all like, you know, um, from dusk till dawn ass kicking, you know, this badass heroine fighting, fighting, uh, fighting zombies and shit like that. Like I'd want it to be, you know, sort of more, you know, pulpy and sort of more you yeah. know action oriented. And it's not going to be that it's going to be sad and depressing and, <laughs> As much as that might be good, like I'd rather play as Clementine in some sort of third-person action game where I'm just mowing down zombies as a sort of badass. Because in my mind, like the how you know how things work out for her, that's sort of the only way I can see it happening is that she just grows up to become, she become this Carl badass from the show. Yeah, basically, <laughs> she sort of becomes this badass zombie-killing machine. Um, but that would obviously not fit. Uh, in the in in the in the license itself, or in the you know the way they tell uh, Telltale's told its story, um, so that's sort of why I'm not super interested in into. But how how actually was it uh, without spoiling anything? Um, yeah, I won't spoil it. Um, I it's kind of what you were concerned would be, where uh, she it, it takes place. It kind of jumps around a lot in the, like the first half an hour. I believe it's like a year, like a year and a half, two years later. Um, there's little cutscenes where it's like right after, then it's like six months later, then it's another 14 months later, I believe. Um, so it's been a, it's been at least a year and a half to maybe two years since uh, where episode five ended, season one ended. Uh, but this one, you, you, so you're with uh, you're with two people, and then they're gone quickly, and then you meet up with this group of people um, in the woods. Uh, there's some pretty, you know, they, I will say this about Telltale, they do have some pretty gut-wrenching moments, like in the beginning of episode one of season two, they, there's this part, I won't go to spoil, it's kind of hard to talk about, because you can't, like, I want to talk about it, but you can't spoil it at the same time, but there's like a moment where you have to make it Yeah, you're trying to really put out an hour's worth of gameplay into non-spoilers. Yeah, and, um, there's just like this, like, beginning of the gameplay it's just like you make this decision and it's really it's like something terrible happens and like i felt awful oh, really? it's walking dead oh yeah. really if you're happy something bad happens in the walking dead game yeah i know but it's still, dead, it gets you, you it, still gets, it still gets me though after all this time it still kind of gets you though with like some of those decisions it's not an easy decision this one's kind of a cheap one where it'll know like 98 percent of the people that play this game that's gonna affect them um but it, it still I'm, gets you a little bit I'm glad that you said it's still sort of effective because that would be like as much as you know the action the actual gameplay isn't 
really great in the Walking Dead games. And as much as like the graphics aren't very good, like the way your way the characters are sort of put in these horrible, horrible situations, and the the way that you sort of uh, the player sort of is like a third party. But but controlling uh, obviously controlling the character, the way that you have to make these horrible decisions, you know, in a timely manner, like, and the fact that they still seem to get you with that, um, mm. that's probably the thing that will, you know, get me interested in playing season two. And I'm I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, like that's one thing I do like about it though is like kind of different from Mass Effect and the Dragon Age, those choose your own adventure kind of games, where those ones you can sit there and ponder over like you're like, do I want to do this or that. This yeah, like you know, Walking Dead, you you have five seconds to like also, make this huge decision. And the difference between The Walking Dead and Mass Effect is, what do you know? The Mass Effect choices don't mean shit in the end, anyways. Well, neither do yeah, uh, but, the Walking but Dead. But they also, choices. but they, I would also go as I'd go as far as to say they don't matter in the end for The Walking Dead. Yeah, they all um, kind of in the exact same way. But really. it feels like it matters way That's, more than it does. Like, I mean, the difference is to, in the details, really. I think the magic would wear off really quickly if you were to go play through The Walking Dead season one again. Um, yeah, that's what happened to me. Like I played but, like the first three episodes again, and it kind of hurt the. But what story I think is so me. brilliant is that it, it it you know it is so magical that first time around because mm-hmm. everything you know feels like it has much of an impact, and by the time it finally ends, you are you believe so strongly that you had complete you know choice from start to finish, even though so many people were gonna die anyways, and it. It wouldn't matter what you did. It would just sort of be how you handled the situation for the time being. Yeah, and I think, like, uh, the, the differences are, like, the big, big things are, like, this Doug or the or the report, news reporter, either one of those will die eventually. Either way you go about it, you know, um, the old man will die either way you go about it. But I think that's, like, the, the, the things you, that it's, – like, it's the subtle things that matter, I think, in The Walking Dead as far as the decisions yeah. you make or – this is like something you, you you tell a little lie or you tell someone the truth. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but those kind of things matter. Like when you, in the grand scheme of things, those things matter to you. And um, they so matter to su- it seemed to matter to you as a player. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that's sort of what's important because like you could you know say whatever you want in, in Mass Effect or Dragon Age, uh, but you never really you as a player never feel like you really had much of uh, a meaningful choice or or your choice had much of a meaningful impact in the end anyways. Yeah. Um, but, but, like, I still remember, like, in Season 2 when you find find out what's for dinner, right? And, you know, you go two, in and you're trying to... Episode 2, you mean? Yeah, in, ep- in Episode 2, right? And, and you're just, yeah. you know, you're trying to tell Larry to stop eating and eventually I said, you know, fuck you, just eat up, right? <laughs> and I still remember that. I still remember that I made that choice. And yeah, he was going to die anyways, but damn if that wasn't, you know, a really interesting moment to have. That or like when you decided was to meaning- kill the brothers, you know, think, yeah. Right, right. Like, I, I think I remember I first, I burst, you burst into the dining room and I just said, it's people. Like, that was one of the choices yep. I remember. Lee just saying, it's people. And, and Larry's like, well, fuck you, of course it's people. These are very, very nice people, right? And he just trying to tell them. <laughs> oh and I told Clementine, don't. But I didn't tell her, I didn't tell Clementine quickly enough, so she ate oh. it. Uh, and, uh, but I said, no, fuck you. Like, Clementine, you have to stop it. Larry, eat, eat up, man. You, you piece <laughs> of shit. Man, fuck no, Larry. I'm I so actually, glad I smoked uh, his ass. Actually, uh, yeah, I killed him too. I'm trying to think. Which yeah, one was Larry? Terrible. 
Larry was the old man. Was the See, I feel I feel bad for killing Trevor in GTA Five, but I don't care at all that I killed Larry in Walking Dead. Fuck oh, you! See, there's an asshole, and then there's a good asshole. Trevor was a good asshole, and I can appreciate a good asshole every now and then. <laughs> That's what she said. Anyway, no, but kind of no, going I don't think into she said that. <laughs> but kind of going into the um, episode one of season two is um. I don't. I, I I'm kind of with you in the sense that I, I think what it, what is for me is I I season one even with up to 400 days I bought the episodes the day they came out played through them the day they came out every single one of them and I, I think it's that one came out in November of last year or I guess it's two it's, it's, it's 2014 now so it's been uh, two, November 2012 and it's this late December the new episode comes out I think that huge gap has kind of you know, I, I'm not. I'm, I've kind of lost some interest in it, but um, there are, you know, like I said before, there are some things that will kind of still kind of grab you a little bit, like with some of the decisions you have to make. But they, they've been they introduce a lot of new characters in this episode. Um, there are some other decisions in it. I didn't the the, the big decision at the end um, kind of fell flat for me. It was kind of an easy decision to make. Um, but I think over, like, the introducing it's kind of I think it's kind of be like with episode one of season one where it's it's a slow build, it's kind of starting over again. You got Clementine who you know, but you don't know anybody else. Um, so I, I'm definitely going to keep playing this game because I enjoy the Walking Dead story, or in like kind of the moments, and I enjoy Telltale games. Um, but I can understand for where you're coming from, Vincent, and the fact that um, I can see why people like the, the Lee was the guy, was the guy. He was your character. You built this whole season around this guy, and now he's gone. So I can, I can and understand. I never, and for me, I never was that attached to Clementine because I'm a piece of shit or whatever. But <laughs> um, I never was that attached to Clementine. And also, we talked about it last time, but maybe it's just a case that Telltale doesn't really make games for me. Maybe, you know, they captured lightning in a bottle with The Walking Dead, at least for me personally, but like... You couldn't pay me to probably play that Borderlands adventure game that they're making, right? I, I, I don't. Again, I don't think I don't, it's lightning I, in a bottle, though, because I, like I said, Wolf Among Us was really good. I, I mean, if you get a chance, check that out. I, I, I will. One of my I will. one of my issues right now is the fact that Wolf Among Us came out in like October, and we're we haven't even heard anything about Episode Two coming out. It's like right. now they're working on four or five games at one time, and it's like when when season one of Episode of Walking Dead came out. We were getting a new episode every two months. We got a new episode. It's like and I, we, I we went I, a whole year without. We went fourteen months between episodes of Walking Dead, and now right. it's been four months almost or three months, and we haven't got we haven't heard anything about episode two of Wolf Among Us. And I, I can't wait until people start complaining that, like, there are no Wolf Among Us or uh, Walking Dead episodes, but somehow they managed to turn out the uh, piece of shit episode for the Borderlands adventure game way <laughs> before they were ever to put out the good stuff. Like, I can't wait till that's what people are complaining about. Like, how come there was a new Borderlands episode, but, like, we still have to wait for the Walking Dead one or, you know, be it the Game of Thrones one or whatever. But I can't yeah. wait until that, that happens because... Considering they're working on like five games at once, I have to imagine that will happen eventually. Oh yeah, and... I, I think it's gonna. Yeah, I think we we kind of yeah, like we said we talked about this last time, but it. I would say by the end of this year, we're everybody's. It's gonna be the big thing now. It's like we don't care about this one. Just give us Walking Dead. 
they're Wolf Among Us. We don't care about Borderlands story. We want we want more Walking Dead. Yeah, it's, but you know it's gonna happen. So, mm. waff out it. Um, but uh, I'll go into the other game I played. Um, I got a free month of GameFly, so I, I'm in, like kind of renting some games from uh, for my PS4. And the first game I got was uh, Knack. Um, oh no! <laughs> yeah, so this game got kind of like this game is a hard game to review because it's it got a lot of six and sevens. And I'm kind of in agreement with, I would say, closer to the 6 than the 7. Where it doesn't do anything really, really bad. But it doesn't do anything necessarily good either. Um, to me, this is kind of like, they, like, alright, cool. We've got this, Sony's like, alright, we got this great God of War game that sells crazy. But we can't, we can't get all of the, some parents don't want to let their kids play it. So let's make a God of War, but make it family friendly. <laughs> And this is this is what I think. This is honestly how I feel playing it. Was like, Finally, oh God, this is this is yeah. This is God of War, but it or it's kind of like the, their version of Lego almost. But they took all the puzzles. What? And you know what? The, a Lego God of War sounds way better <laughs> than Knack. Yeah, in all yeah, honesty, it, it is. Uh, um, that because it, it even has like the the orbs. Like you have yellow orbs you can you can collect to make um, to do like special attacks. Um, it's kind of a, it's it's not so much of it's not like a hack and slash, a button master like God of War. It's not as bad as that, but it is a lot like where you. I'm seeing a lot of the same. I've, I only played maybe halfway through the game. Uh, I sent it back today. Um, I'm, it's not like it's not doing anything horribly bad, but it's, I'm just kind of bored with it and. It's just like you just go you go and you fight some guys and it's just, you fight like the same five six enemies. Just kind of rinse, wash, repeat, kind of like a lot of other. I'm not a big, I'm not a big God of War guy. I never really got into the God of War series. Me neither. Um, yeah, and it's it's kind of like that. It's like a God of War hack and slash light, where you do a lot of, you do a lot of like hack and slash, and then you just kind of walk through some things for like thirty seconds, and it's like like what is why is why am I walking for 20, 30 seconds? Nothing is happening in these 20, 30 seconds. I might collect some yellow more yellow orbs. Here and there, but then I go on. I just go into the next section here, and there's some more guys. This guy's got a bow and arrow now, or this guy. This guy has a sword. And one of the more annoying things with it is, so you can die a lot. I, I died a lot in this game. Where, but I don't understand. The health bar is confusing to me because you kind of like in different sections. Like so, Knack is essentially like it's kind of like he's a Lego character. Like even when like so he's he like they this relic like they like these ancient relics. And he's like a living relic, and he can like get more pieces of relic, and he becomes bigger and stronger. So his health bar grows bigger, and it kind of depends on the section of the level you're in and what you need him to be. So if he needs to be a smaller guy to go through certain sections, he will be. He needs to be a big guy to go through certain sections, he will be. But you got a bigger health bar, but this, the guy will still take. So say you're a small guy, and you get shot by an arrow, and it takes up 50% of your health. You could be the big guy, and he still shoots you with an arrow, and it takes up 50% of your health. Just because you got bigger health bar doesn't mean like you got like you can take more shots. You can take these that more same shots. The health bar is longer now. Um, but no, it's like even like when, like when you collect the relics, which is a, essentially your health bar, it makes the exact same noise the Legos do in the Lego games, like the little clinking noise it does. Um, and then like the the, the the they 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 tried this really bad Pixar 
um, animations. Like the animation looks exactly like a Toy Story. Something that Pixar would do has a Pixar animation to it. But it's just this extremely boring story where like and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of cutscenes <laughs> where like you can that you know immediately within five minutes, that's the what? bad guy right there. He's what, on what? my side right now. But he's the bad guy right there. <laughs> um, no, let's not worry about it. Let's go ahead. Hell's yeah, going I, don't, I was wanting to know that, but Vince, bad That's guy, Mac, Jack. Something's wrong with your mic, dude. Okay. Um, yeah, I forgot where I was now. Oh yeah, so yeah, so like you know who the bad guy is right away. Um, there's, and there's a lot, there's a ridiculous amount of cutscenes where it's just like every like 15 minutes you get like a two minute cutscene. And like the, the, the first like five minutes of the game is just a cutscene. And it's so freaking boring. Where like you're like, you're, there's this professor who finds these relics and he finds, he finds Knack who is the main, the guy you play as. And you go through this like huge tutorial that's like an hour long and it's just rinse, wash, repeat. It's like... Here's how you attack these guys, or here's how you attack these guys. And it's, it's just boring, just hack and slash. You've played it a thousand times. Um, I think this game, uh, it deserves the 6 out of 10s it's getting. Where, like I said, it doesn't do anything blatantly bad, where it's just like, this game's horrible. But it just doesn't do anything good either. It's very boring. I would say if if you have a PS4 and you're, you have a, a kid that I got, like, maybe like... <laughs> 10 at the oldest no no look- i'm stopping you right there no 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 because that lego game is out for the ps4 lego marvel that's true i would say if if you hate your kid if you hate your kid and you want to play a bad lego game <laughs> that's a good comparison like, right and there. then say go right. or like you play knack and then go to you know, chores and wait until the game goes free in about another six months and hey like there you go there on christmas you buy <laughs> mega blocks knack is the mega blocks to yeah. <laughs> that's a good point oh man yeah god yeah it's on PlayStation Plus yeah download it I don't know I wouldn't even say do that it's I don't know I, you know like I said like it, it's just a really bad like Lego Marvel's out there right now exact same price and if if you want a Lego game you want a game like, like a platforming game Get Lego Marvel. That's good. I'm glad I, you mentioned that, Vince. That's a better. I think idea. Lego Marvels might even be 49. <laughs> oh, I believe it is. No, no it's 60. It's back on, up to 60 on. Yeah, it was 40 dollars on PlayStation on the PlayStation Store a couple weeks okay. ago. I almost bought it. I should have bought it now. I wish I it was. Well, a... I don't have a PS4, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a better there's a better version of that game on PS4 already. So just buy that one if you want if you want a game like that. Well, it seems like Knack really knocked it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, it feels like, to me, this uh, guy, like, even, like, some of the like, the jumping sounds, like, like, when Knack jumps, it's the exact same sounds that Crash Bandicoot makes. So, I, I like, like these. I think these guys just want to make a Crash Bandicoot game initially, but didn't have the rights yet. So, they're like, oh, well, we got to make Knack. They made Knack. So, I don't know. It, it's not a very good game. But, um... I guess now is a good time. We, we're wow, we're like an hour in. <laughs> uh, we can we can just we'll, we'll talk. We don't have a lot, we'll, a lot to talk about, so we can just touch on a couple of these uh, articles. 
Which one do you guys want to jump into first? I'd say we go into Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. All right. So uh, coming out, um, it's coming out for on August first, two thousand fourteen, is uh, another comic book movie. Uh, really? Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, this one has Rocket Raccoon. Oh, uh, stop. Dave Batista is in it. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, a couple <laughs> months ago, uh, when we uh, started playing that free Marvel game, Marvel, what was it, Marvel Heroes? Marvel Heroes. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like we were all laughing our ass off because we had no idea who the Rocket Raccoon was. Yep, remember that. And uh, this is funny. It's probably the main reason. It's like apparently Rocket Raccoon is a superhero. For, and protects the galaxy. He's a he's a raccoon. Yeah. No, play by raccoons are vicious, man. I <laughs> I bet a raccoon could fuck any one of us. <laughs> up. It would. We would. You know, fighting a raccoon, we would all die. A, ra- a raccoon voice one on one against a raccoon, like I you know. Would, I don't know if you know this, but raccoon's biggest uh, enemy is the is the ginger. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's the, it's, the, fun. it's the light. It's the we're, we're really bright in the nighttime, so it's we it's, like our our light skin scares them away. <laughs> Rocket Rook. So. We have to find a raccoon voiced by Bradley Cooper. I totally kick its ass. Okay. <laughs> then make love to it because it's got the it's got the Bradley Cooper voice. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that really all you yeah, have to say about that? Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you lost me. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I totally destroyed the show again. Uh, that's okay because if you weren't gonna do it, I was. Yeah, so that's fine. Dang it! All right, so we want to go on, go on to the Nintendo. Oh, director? I thought we were gonna continue uh, the fucking talk about the movie. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, I don't do even know. I don't even know what Guardians of the Galaxy is. I don't know. So. That's what I put on the show notes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Then we won't stop with the movie. Um, you're the host, man. Continue. <laughs> All right. All right. So we'll go ahead and um, jump into. Let's talk about the Nintendo Direct. The Nintendo recently had a, another one of their Nintendo Directs a few weeks ago. Uh, they announced some interesting games here. They got we got a, um, a Doctor Luigi that I believe that came out on December 31st. Um, that was That's just right. kind of the, the year the of Luigi up. ending yep. with the bang. Yep, gave us yep uh, the last day year of Luigi 2013, best year ever because it's the year of Luigi. Um, we got Doctor Luigi, which is kind of like the new Doctor Mario with Luigi. Um, it came, I believe, it came out, it's just a Wii U uh, downloadable uh, game. It's not, it's not a full. Style. I believe it's not <laughs> on stores. It should be a 3DS um, downloadable game. You you guys say this as if this isn't like the most exciting news <laughs> Nintendo has you know released since like the fucking Super Nintendo guys. This is doc a sequel to Doctor Mario. Like I have to go buy a Wii U now. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of Doctor Mario, but you it's kind of cool. Maybe, just see. maybe Doctor Mario was the reason why we outsold the Xbox One uh, this. That's oh, right, Doctor Luigi. Or Dr. I tell you, Luigi, man, when Nintendo's sorry. backed up against the corner in the year of Luigi, that motherfucker's gonna come through and save everybody. <laughs> okay. So guess what? <laughs> the year of Luigi's probably gonna continue into 2014. 
because of how well okay he's done for Nintendo. I, I've always been a Luigi guy growing up. Super, so he's always my guy in, gonna be in Mario Party Luigi and Mario Kart. World. No, he sucks. He's got that stupid jump. No, I, that, you suck, Vince. No, listen. I'm going to come over there. I hate that jump. This is I bullshit. Really How can you speak so highly of Luigi? Luigi is bullshit, but hey, he kept you Nintendo alive. Luigi's Mansion. He never played Luigi's Luigi Mansion. Mansion. I didn't own a GameCube. Uh, I, like, I like Ghostbusters, so okay. So Luigi's Mansion's great. Luigi Ghostbusters awesome. Mansion. Uh, no, they also um, they also announced a, a Zelda Warrior. Is that right, Jack? You know, you know. Oh, Hyrule Warriors. I said, how it is Hyrule Warriors? That's correct. Yeah. So basically, they they combined uh, Link from Zelda into a Hyrule or into a Dynasty <laughs> Warrior game, Hack and Slash. Yeah, I don't um, I mind seeing the gritty uh, Legend of Zelda, like. Uh, Where Link's badass and you're not getting hit by a fucking yeah. <laughs> a tree that shoots bombs at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think gritty or badass are words I would use to describe a spin-off of the Dynasty Warriors games. <laughs> but I'm sure somebody somewhere is finally excited that you know, Tecmo Koei and Nintendo read their letters <laughs> and li- decided to listen. Oh, so I'm more excited <laughs> of the Badass Link. I'm not excited for the the game. I, I'm excited for the idea of Link being a badass. I'm not excited for what the game's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm not the biggest Zelda fan, but I'm guessing that if you want badass Link, you should probably just go play Wind Waker. I mean, he's got a he's got a boat. He's on a boat. Like, come on, man. He's got a boat. He can do whatever Link, he wants. Super Smash Brothers. Oh well, yeah. Okay, that fair, fair <laughs> enough. That's a good. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, no. I think that's just kind of a weird decision to me. This is that's just kind of like an oddball uh, game, like kind of a mashup, I guess. I Considering know, that's really Nintendo is publishing that's pretty much one of the major 2, things that Nintendo is doing. I'll, is trying to I'll get believe their anything at this point. Trying to create stuff from what their first party that's content. They, they, they basically are like paying them to try to make more third party content for yeah. their systems. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll just see. We'll just wait um, and see how this game does. I mean. First time I saw it, hey, the action looks nice, but then again, it has the stigma of being a Dynasty Warriors game, meaning re- repetition, bad voice acting, bland gameplay, and stuff like that. Now that might actually be pretty cool there. That might actually be pretty cool, the music. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. And a Link ripping guitar hell. solo. Wow! <laughs> oh man, oh I can't wait for the Japanese heavy metal. I'll tell you what version if this of game comes, the if, you know the Zelda the Zelda music. I'll tell you what, if this so, game's oh, down, oh, man. I just thought about instead of I would instead of like it, a flute or whatever, Link just pulls out a sick guitar and shreds and everybody dies. Oh my god! Is it Brutal Legends? Venture down the rabbit hole. <laughs> guess that they're gonna do a downloadable aspect for this. No, it's you know it's not gonna be. You are gonna have 60. to pay at least double. No, it'll is this to be the same grunts and like, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> if if Link says one word in this game at all, even I'm rage quitting. I doubt. Nintendo <laughs> if he talks. 
Well, they gave yeah. him the rights. Yeah. That used the That's okay with me. I don't want him talking. The last time he talked, it was that stupid... Well, what, what was it? The CD games that came out. They were... Nintendo had a hand in it, though. They had a hand yes. in it. My boy. And that was awful. We're going to go kill some Dodongos, guys. Philips CDI. Yeah. It was Philips CDI oh, because what? Nintendo you back in no. the day... I have no idea what like, you There's like a Mario. There's two. There's a. There's two Zelda ones. For their Super there's Nintendo, a Mario like one. Who, who made those Super games? Nintendo. But instead of agreeing with Sony, they go ahead to Philips yeah, CDI and Phillips, make the deal with Phillips, them. Yep. And as a res- and as yeah, I know, right? And as a result from that, it led to a horrible Mario game, which was uh, yeah Mario's Hotel, I think it was, and three Zelda games. Two of them. With uh, Zelda is actually move. the lead like uh, character to try to you know save Link and stuff. <laughs> Want to gamble on and like something else, the and the other one being a really ridiculous like uh, one with Link at the helm, where it's like he's saying repetitive bullshit, and the whole graphics aspect, the whole cutscene aspect is just some sort yep. of fucking little Microsoft <laughs> Paint like uh, <laughs> like Microsoft Paints of like animation things. So the quality is so piss poor. But you hear some of the voice acting, you see characters it's like so like uh, Impa and like freaking Ganon and freaking like Link and stuff. But even the King of Hyrule has some oh of the most God, like the YouTube so poop quotable like messages of all time. It's just it's so hilariously bad. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Alright, just look up Angry uh, Angry Video Game yep. Nerd and just like look up Zelda and just he he does he does a whole like video thing on those CDI games. Cough. They're really bad. Yeah, and the funny thing was when cough, they when cough, they decided to go cough, with Phillips, Sony decided to make the PlayStation. Cough, cough. Unnecessary shit. So and look where that got them. Straight <laughs> yeah. to the top. They didn't make yeah. no bullshit Wii U. Look at them. With yeah, their so they're, nap. Other they're too. just so killing it right now. Stop. <laughs> But no, the thing was, PlayStation might not be around right now if it wasn't yeah. if it was if Nintendo made one with Sony instead. So <laughs> I love how everyone's like, "Oh, groan." <laughs> Just imagine playing Doctor Luigi on your PlayStation Four. Hmm. I hurt my testicles a little bit. Uh, speaking of groans, uh, there are. Not one, but two Assassin's Creed games coming out in 2014. Yay! Because apparently one a year is not enough. Well, you know what? Actually, That's three, actually a pretty good idea. Um, part of like Assassin's Creed Liberation, which is the, the PSV, uh, Vita PSN. game that came out. Well, not the whole three games in one year. I'm saying Liberation um, is being ported over to the three Because hardly anyone has Samurai. It'll be the one I get. Make three games in one year? <laughs> no, I agree with that. Wait, how did anybody bought the PS Vita? So, no, I I agree with you that I don't have a problem with them making Liberation. I just think that so they're they're not only doing the port, they're making um, mm. a brand new one, Assassin's uh, Creed game that's only it's only coming out for the PS3 and 360, and then they're making the new one, Assassin's Creed Five, whatever it's gonna be called, that's gonna be for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Hmm. 
I, I don't know. I, I know. I think I'm the only person here that's a huge Assassin's Creed fan. But I'm even I, even I'm starting to get tired of Assassin's Creed. Uh, somewhat. Or I think they need to change. I think if it took a year off, what, I think they need a year off. You know what would be a lot better? They need to if change they take the formula with the main story. Even though it's actually Assassin's Creed series, you know. Um, that the main thing story, I enjoy the main storyline, but the formula of Creed the story three, missions that, definitely uh, need really, to change. Really, it's just kind of little... <laughs> it's just so much of like a little cluster. Just a whole bunch of little cluster of like hodgepodge. Not going to happen. You know? um well i think it's a lot better than four where it's it's there and it's kind of just silly at this point i think they're kind of almost feel like they're making fun of themselves a little bit with this one how ridiculous it is but it's not a huge part of the game like if you really wanted to at most the future stuff is maybe like an hour of the whole game um you can you can stretch it out a little more depending if you want to do some of the side stuff but I just feel like instead of making three games in one year, or really two games and porting one and another one, that this this series overall, it's like I I love the Assassin's Creed Four, but it's just like they need to ch- like if they change the, things up with the main story, like the story missions, great. But I don't think it's gonna happen. I like it's kind of like we're get, it's, it's coming the call it's coming the Call of Duty. Where it's just like they just they just minor upgrades every year. They just change where you're at. You know. Now hold world. up, hold okay. up. Okay. Okay. I have a suggestion. I have a suggestion because I r- like to think I really like the Call of Duty games, but I also skip the Infinity Ward games. So I really like Black Ops One and I really like Black Ops Two. I like Black Ops and One. Don't like Black Ops Two. Oh, I agree with Knuckles. No, have you? Did you guys play the single player? I know this sounds ridiculous, but the I single, beat player single player I beat all in Black single Ops players. Two, the I single got, player in Black Ops got Two, to the point where I was like, I'm riding on horseback, I can't do this anymore. It's oh, that's so cool! You got the horse and you got the rocket launcher. That game's great. Um, no, and it's not. the way and speaking of player choice, uh, I guess from The Walking Dead, the way player choice works in Black Ops Two is it does. no, it it totally <laughs> works because. Dumb. No, because <laughs> if you guys got to the part where you had your uh, you had to take the you were in the sniper rifle and you had to assassinate the guy, and then you find out who that guy actually was. I remember that part, yeah. Well, guess what? You could have shot him in a different part of his body, or not shot him at all, and it would have turned out to be a totally different moment. Hmm. And I think that's super cool. So what I'm saying is, I you know I didn't buy Ghosts because you know I looked at the it reviews sucks. and and it apparently it does totally suck, but um. You know, oh, like yeah. like you, like you, Those like I was, great. I was super disappointed with uh, Assassin's Creed Three, right? But yeah. imagine how much more awesome Assassin's Creed Four would have been if none of us had played Three. Then we wouldn't feel so burnt out on it, right? So Very what true. I'm saying is, right. like, even though I'm a fan of the Call of Duty games, I have to hold back on buying them every year just because they come out because I know that like. Unless the reviews state so, like, I know which one I'm actually looking forward to. Um, not maybe the newest one that's coming out, but the one that is going to better execute their new ideas later on. So even though I played uh, Assassin's Creed 3 and I felt real bummed out by it, I might even skip 4. Um, mm. 
uh, I know that's kind of backwards because four is the good one, three is the bad one. But I want to play four mm-hmm. on a PS4, or like on a next gen system. I don't have one yet. Um, and what PC. I might do is it. I my laptop is is a is is pretty is is not bad, but I would want like want high, a high PS end. a PS4 would a PS4 is more powerful than my laptop. I guess I could just say that. Yeah. Um, but like I'm if Assassin's Creed Five ends up being good, then that might be the one I sort of actually get into because, you know, I won't feel like so burned out by you know their ideas because I will have just controlled myself enough to like you know skip it. I understand that they're running the series into the ground, but I don't have to run the series my enjoyment of the series into the ground for myself. If that sort of makes any, if sort of that, sort I understand. Of makes sense. The problem with skipping though games is the fact that you can skip ones with Call of Duty because you know basically their own. Like every other year, it's a different. You know they have, you know, Infinity Ward has their own story. Then um, Treyarch has their other story. Or not, not not Treyarch. Treyarch, yeah, Treyarch. Yeah, Treyarch. Has their own has their own story. But this one, like every game, advances the storyline, and it's kind of hard to skip them. Mm, you could you, you say would you. As what I, from what I know from four, it seems to really sort of have its own story, except for the part where they explain what Abstergo was up to this time around. Do you say? Would you think that Assassin's Creed Four really pushes the story forward, um, going from three, um, or is it sort of its own thing? I guess yeah. I guess, you got a good point because yeah. it is a prequel essentially. Because in a, in a perfect world, every Assassin's Creed game would actually just be its own story. Yeah, that would be, um, but if they, they would have discovered you know, the future stuff. It would, they could have just made each game their own story. But then Assassin's Creed Revelations happened, and I, love I mean, Brotherhood is a fantastic game, but it is also a direct sequel to two. But you know, Brotherhood is the best Assassin's Creed game um, that I have played. Right? I haven't played Force. So uh, oh, but you got to you got to call in the assassins. You made the sick bird noise, and then you the can also jumped. do that in Revelations, though. Yeah, but but Revelations is just more of the same. I really enjoyed Revelations though, because I felt like I got closure I, I, on all the characters with Ezio and um, Adatori. And what's what's oh god, what's his name? And and uh, and uh, oh uh, Altair. Altair, yeah. I, I really um, enjoyed but... the the parts with him. I don't know I I really enjoyed him. I thought he was a decent character. Um, and I just kind of want to know. I, I was kind of I kind of enjoyed some of the scenes where like you got to see what happened to him. There and there as well. in Brotherhood, their weird future stuff got. St- like even crazier but that was at the highest point of craziness without it becoming super dumb like in three right like three the future like the whole thing about the apple and all of that stuff is so crazy especially going out of the walking out of the ending of two that uh, brotherhood makes it even more crazy while still like at least making some amount of sense and then obviously it drops no, off completely with revelations three. had the worst like futures like the present oh did it stuff. i didn't i didn't obviously i didn't play a lot of revelations i, I skipped revelations okay. and played because it was kind of like you're stuck you're stuck in the uh like in this like basically uh like you're not dead but you're kind of oh, like right 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 i played yeah i remember it was the part really where you're stupid that was the worst part of it but i thought as far as like just the campaign with Ezio, I, I really enjoyed that portion of it. Right, I, 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 really, I would actually say, as far as like if I had to rank like the present day stuff and all of them, I, I kind of enjoyed three the most. I think maybe it's because I hated the the storyline with um, Connor in three. So oh, Connor is, I, was such a terrible, yeah, 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 terrible assassin. Oh my gosh! And like everyone around I, him had more personality, and and I like his dad a lot more. 
His dad, his dad was so cool, and the yeah. the 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 reveal about his dad that was the best part of the whole game. Was yeah, the that reveal. was. That and was the, like the and the, the opening the bit end. with the uh the the in, when you're in the theater. Yeah. Oh, that part was so good. No, I, I, I you make a good point though. Where like you could probably skip four. And go on to the next. I know one that more. I know that four is the better game than three. Um, yeah. but I on I would want to play it. I don't want to play it on my PS3. Yeah, like, I there's would. There's no way I would play it on my PS3. I would say when you pick up your, if you plan on picking a PS4 up soon or eventually, I would say definitely play it. Um, but I don't. I, I but going back to like kind of what we're discussing is I I, I I'm definitely concerned with. I think there is definitely some fatigue going. We're like four. We're like what six games in now. With this seven, if you count liberations, uh, uh, more like nine. They did one for the DS and they did one for the PSP. Yeah, but we just kind of going with like really like well six. We go with the main kind of the big ones. Uh, yeah, but nine, yeah, because they have the, the DS and the yeah the PSP ones. But um, no, I I feel like this game isn't. It's not trending like this. Assassin's Creed Four is great, but I don't feel like it's going trending up right now as far as like. I feel like 2014 is gonna be kind of a big thing. Like, it's gonna decide the future of this of this uh, this series. Where like right now, I think it's I think it might be at its peak, but I don't I don't I don't I don't see how it's gonna go up from here. I, I feel like it's only gonna go down, especially if they release two this year. I mean, how is this gonna? I don't even understand. How, like, it's kind of tough to talk about because we don't know. Like, the, all we know is there's two in development. We don't know anything else about these games. So, so I, I have I have a theory. No, okay. Google, no, I'll tell you my theory after you go first. Finish up what you're going to no, say. Like, uh, no, go ahead and go. It's fine. Okay, so remember the Prince of Persia games on the PS2? Remember yeah. those? Remember those and how Prince of Persia completely died off of this, well, last generation, I guess, with the 360 and PS3 and stuff? Yeah. That is what I suspect will happen with Assassin's Creed, is Assassin's Creed replaced Prince of Persia and Watch Dogs will replace Assassin's Creed. Well... Kind of I, think, I, was... I think I think Watch Dogs has just as much power over the future of Assassin's Creed as you know, if yeah. if it ever yeah right if it ever comes out as well, much as see. like the, the the further developments and improvements you know the the future of Assassin's Creed has on its future if that makes any sense um, well, because yeah. I do feel like if everybody just drops you know if if Ubisoft and the re- you know the you know the consumers you know the players drop. You know, Assassin's Creed like a hot potato once uh, once Watch Dogs comes out. Like I think then you'll see a case where it's like they put out like one or two Assassin's Creed games, and everyone's like, "Hey, remember when they made Assassin's Creed games? That's kind of cool." But this Watch Dogs game, this is where it's at. Well, what I, what I'm kind of hoping for is um, that because they're both made by Ubisoft. Is I mentioned this before though, where they take Assassin's Creed. It's they kind of Call of Duty Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs, where every other because they've already made said that Watch Dogs is going to be a ten-year franchise. Where maybe we'll, we'll get so say we'll get we'll get both this year Assassin's Creed Five or whatever it's called and Watch Dogs. Maybe next year we get um, just Watch Dogs, and then the year 2016 we get Assassin's Creed, where they get two-year development cycles. I, I think that will definitely uh, the you know. Increase the life of both both of these games because it sounds like the way this is going, both of these are going to be yearly titles. 
So if they could just flip-flop every year, I think both of these these can make it through the generation, maybe even the next generation, if they if they do the flip-flop kind of method. I think that sounds all right. I think that also might make it easier because you won't technically have to skip them if you don't want to. Um, if it's a case where you like both Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs, it won't be a case where, ah, well, you know, since both of these are coming out this year, I'm going to have to skip one of them just so I can get the other, right? Then you'll be like, well, okay, I like Watch Dogs, so Watch Dogs comes out every every other year, so I'll get yeah. that, and Assassin's Creed comes out every other other year so i'll i'll get i'll get that um unless of course it's a case where you absolutely hate watchdogs but love assassin's creed or you hate assassin's creed but love watchdogs but i can't imagine anybody would feel that way unless of course they've been burnt out so much by assassin's creed that they refuse to play anymore going forward which considering how bad three is i don't blame them yeah yeah, I'm, I'm, I was definitely surprised with four. Um, it made my game of the year uh, for 2013, um, but I, I, I was actually up until like two weeks before the game came out, I wasn't planning on even buying it. So I think that it was definitely a big surprise. But I don't know. Like I said though, like if they do the if they flip flop it every year, that'd be great. I think for both franchises, especially Assassin's Creed, because it's been out, we've had it seven years now almost. Um, it can definitely use. I think that the development team can definitely use it a year to kind of change things up, where it's just you get the same four missions really uh, with the story. I mean, this year they had the boat, so they added a couple different little missions, but they weren't really. It's kind of like the same missions, but you're in a boat now. Where it's like, don't get caught. Like, follow this guy, but don't get caught. But I'm in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> And there's like you gotta follow this guy, but you're in the middle of the ocean. And there's nobody else around, and you just there's no you know where to hide. Don't get caught, but like stay like 50 yards from this guy. And it's kind of this, it's like they basically have the exact same missions. But let's make but, a slow left turn so he follows us. He's following us. He may, he, <laughs> yeah, like, don't get too close because you might figure out you're following him. But yet yeah, I've been following you for 10 minutes in the middle of the ocean. All right. So, so wait, ahead. you're telling us that you're really into Sly Cooper and Rocket Raccoon porn? Tell us more. <laughs> yes, I love it. Uh, ever since Siri found it for me on, on my iPhone, it's been just it's just. I don't think the show's gonna come out this week, guys, because I might just keep watching it. There's just hours upon hours on the internet it's everywhere. Oh, I can't. Safe I can't wait till Guardian of the Galaxy's come out so I can start making a like I can put Photoshop of. Sly Cooper into the background every time Rocket Raccoon's uh, on screen. <laughs> oh my god, that's going to be our new logo. <laughs> okay. Alright, so should we go in this? Because we're, yeah. we're like an hour and a half in. Alright. Um, Alright, guys, so we're going to go in this week. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, rest in peace, James Every, a.k.a. Uncle Phil, a.k.a. the original yep. voice of Shredder, a.k.a. The voice of Junkyard Dog and Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Well, that's what he was known for. Okay, he's actually um, in a lot of TV shows, but he's in a lot of TV movies. He's not that big one. Yeah, but those are kind of his big, most memorable ones. Um, Anyway, he played the uh, he he played Uncle Phil in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, This is more for me, is uh, because I grew up loving Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's how he's probably known best for. Yeah. But that that was my favorite shows growing up, and I actually I'll still if I see it on TV I'll still watch it to this day. 
Uh, if he passed away, unfortunately, on December 31st, on this, I guess, Tuesday. Yep. Um, so, and it sounds like Will Smith, actually, on Twitter, is trying to make, like, get an episode together. He talked to NBC, and they're trying to make, like, a special episode. Um, just kind of like, like a, maybe like a reunion show. I'm not really sure. On Twitter. So, if look at Will Smith on Twitter. Uh, he has a t- uh, tweet on there, I believe, uh, uh, on from Wednesday night. Uh, there, I guess there's like a thing. If it gets 300,000 retweets, there's a chance it can get uh, that, that episode will happen. So that is my plea to you. Uh, rest in peace, James Every. Uh, I got to be in- honest. I don't trust Will Smith with anything these days, yes. even but- if it is a Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode. <laughs> Dude, but he's the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. But but he made After Earth, and he was he responsible was for the okay. Karate Kid remake. The Karate Kid remake was really good. No, shut up. I really enjoyed I'm never going to be on this podcast ever. <laughs> Don't worry. You, I really enjoyed that movie. You can come back on. I'll fire uh, Ginger Boy. We'll be fine. <laughs> I'm going to start my own podcast, The Sober Nerds, because, <laughs> God, you motherfuckers have been drinking, apparently. I've been come drinking. up with ideas like The Karate Kid is an okay movie. <laughs> I actually I really liked that movie. I thought it was a pretty fun movie. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah, it's the original's better. Your opinions anyway. are no longer valid. Oh, the original was better, of course. <laughs> I actually, I, from what I was thinking, I was expecting Karate Kid, the new Karate Kid movies, to be awful. The no, Karate Kid knows Kung Fu. And it was. Anyway. The Karate Kid knows Kung Fu. Whatever. You guys suck. Anyways, uh, rest in peace, James Every. Uh, I love you, Uncle Phil. <laughs> so, uh,. Um, <laughs> So go ahead and end the show this week, guys. Um, we'll go ahead and go on with our uh, of the weeks. Jack, what is your wrestler of the week? Okay, now I gotta leave. He'll <laughs> <laughs> keep it down to a minute. Just go to sleep. <laughs> I'll wake you up. Anyway, wrestler of the week, the one and only D'Lo Brown, Mister Hippie. They call him Mister Brown. Gonna turn this hellhole upside down. Anyway. D'Lo Brown was a WWF wrestler back in the mid-90s who was the first ever Intercontinental and European Champion that I can recall. But uh, one of his main moves was uh, doing the Sky High, which basically lifted his opponent up in the air. It did like some sort of like a sit-down powerbomb kind of variation, only without actually going into and an he, actual jackknife. You know. And then he broke Draws' neck yeah, he broke, and paralyzed yeah, He him. did. He actually broke Draws' neck like another wrestler and stuff. He was known as... Uh, he had the nickname of Puke because he could actually vomit on command. But, uh... He's got a puke! <laughs> That's from the documentary Beyond the Map. But, uh, another thing that D'Lo Brown was known for, he was known to tag with, uh, guys like Mark Henry and another wrestler that I mentioned, like, weeks ago, The Godfather. And uh, a lot of which... He... You mean The Good Father? <laughs> oh my god, that gimmick. Anyway... <laughs> Say no to the hose or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it actually. Yeah, that was that was the whole right to censor thing with Stephen Richards and stuff. But uh, that was terrible. I know. He was the most straight edge wrestler in the game, if you ask me. Fuck CM Punk, <laughs> the, the most straight edge dude in the game. For a guy that hates wrestling, you know quite a bit about wrestling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I read this on Wikipedia. What? I didn't. I don't know shit about wrestling. God. <laughs> watching wrestling every week. Don't lie, you son of a bitch. But uh, D'Lo Brown, he also had like his uh, aerial like finisher, the called the lowdown, where he basically just did a modified frog splash, where his legs are like fully like uh, kicking out and stuff while uh, he's doing the freaking. Frog wait, splash. wait, hold on. 
Doesn't Christian also do a modified frog splash? Or yes. something? Everybody what the fuck's does going a modified on? version of the frog splash. Is, am I on the like Twilight Zone or something? No, you're oh not man! On the Twilight Zone. A lot of wrestlers use the same type of finishing moves from uh, other wrestlers. And nobody can do it like Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the like we talked about last week with Bret Hart. Everybody's a sharpshooter. Everybody does the frog splash now, and it's awesome. Everybody does the frog splash in their own variation type of way to try to pay tribute to Eddie Guerrero. Kind of like almost in the same way that CM Punk does the Macho Man elbow drop and stuff in his matches. <laughs> yep. But, uh, yes, that's the wrestler of the week here, D'Lo Brown. Gonna turn this hellhole upside down. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's go on to uh, Knuckles. Who is your Twitter follower of the week? Uh, just like you sucking Sam Rotstick, I'm going to start sucking someone else's right now. At follow at Wacko Specialist. <laughs> I think I did that. Don't follow him. He's a piece of I shit. Did, Fuck I did that, that guy. Me wrong, didn't I? I don't know. I think so. I don't remember. Oh, but uh, follow at Talking Shit for all the latest news articles uh, relating to beer, video games, music, and everything else. Yep, they're awesome guys. I'll just get out of here. Yeah, let's go ahead and end the show, guys. All right, so that was our show of the week. Uh, this week, episode 29 of the Drunk Cast of the Week. <laughs> that was the episode of the week. Tune in next week for that episode of the week. I'm totally fucking drunk right now, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, so we'll see you next week. I was Ginger Boy. I was Knuckles. I'm the Jack of Hearts. I am Vincent Nitt, and don't you forget it. Hope you come back Good on, home. Vince. Uh... Happy New Year, everyone! I hope you guys invite me on, and you're just not being, you're just, and you're not just being nice on the podcast. Like, oh, of course you'll be back, but really, I've, in the I've chat, invited like, you every week, but you, we, we, you, I you, even you, told you after we recorded last time, like you can come on anytime you want. Oh, okay, so I'm like an, I'm like an honorary member, right? Yeah, I'm like an honorary Harlem Globetrotters member. This is exciting. Yeah, all right, exactly. Well. If I'm going to be a member, I have some uh, ideas for changes. Yeah. Um, we are now called the Washington Generals. Video games, video games are for nerds. Get the fuck out of here. We are just going to do our own interpretations of Big Bang Theory episodes from now on. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Quit the show. It's going to be a Big You're Bang Theory radio show. You're out of here. No. Bye. All right. How, no. Can we at least do how, you, how I Met Your Mother instead? No. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. I don't want to watch that show either. What about that seventy show? <laughs> you can keep you can keep uh, you know suggesting bad TV shows if you'd like, but no. Okay, that we'll do seventh show. heaven. Next week we're going to review seventh heaven, the entire series. And I won't be on the podcast. <laughs> and I won't be on the podcast either. This week on seventh, it's just going to be you, Tyler. Just you by yourself. Watch, we're going to watch the entire series next this week, and then we're going to talk about it. Uh, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This week on Seventh Heaven, Goatsy. <laughs> seventh Heaven. You better recognize. See those happy faces. <laughs> oh man, this is awful. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Route. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days.
chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I begged and pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket. I put my walkman on and said, I might as well kick it. First class, yo, this is bad. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be all right. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and it had dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it. Yo, home's the Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air. 